This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Blacken Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Blacken. This is Haley Cummings, and when I want to listen to something funny and down-to-earth, I tune into the hardest-working podcast out there. My favorite and Oklahoma's favorite podcast, The Elijah Bailey Show. Thanks for downloading The Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com. And here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. Hello and welcome. I'm Adam. And I'm Richard. Ever wish you could make an impact in your community, become a better leader, influence positive change? Then check us out every Tuesday for in-depth interviews into the lives of the leaders and influencers in the great state of Oklahoma, those that are bringing the change and making the impact. We will shine the spotlight on the things that they and their organizations are doing to make the lives of fellow Oklahomans better. Check us out on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes every Tuesday and subscribe, listen, rate, and share. Also follow us on Facebook at Adam and Rich in the four and Instagram and Twitter on AR15 in the 405. Take a shot with AR15 in the 405. And three, two, one. And as you can see, I hope you can see if uh, of course the you screen. Can, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just making sure. Oh my God. Am I on top or am I on I'm on top. I like that. As always, as it should be. Hang out up there. I'll let you hang out there. See, when his voice gets raspy, that's how you know he's been dominated. Mm-hmm. It's uh, probably in Jump Force or Gundam Assault Battle. Mm-hmm. Or SoCal. Uh, yeah. But I'm Elijah 5000. I am the underscore Buckety. And we're back live. And we're back live on Twitch. So if you don't follow the show, twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000 is where we're live today. And we also go live on the official Facebook page the elijah bailey show but we are back live to bring you comic book news for the month of may yes uh, it feels yes. so good to be back it does it does and i, I gotta say this, this show is ther- therapeutic for us yes. with everything that's yes. going on in the, in the world shit. today uh, we, <laughs> and we could go on and on and on and on about that um you see how he skipped, hopped, and leapt over that, folks. We're going right into comics. We're not even worried about this shit right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's too much. It is too oh, much. But the one thing I do want to say is yeah. I just hope throughout all this, everybody can just learn to love one another. Because when you love yeah. one another, that's when you truly care about one another. And when you care about one another, that's when you really want to understand what can you do to help one another. Exactly. And you just want to leave the world in a better place than what you found it. So with that being said, if you are new to the Elijah Baylor show, we have different topics we cover oh, each and every I week. It. I missed it. No, that's okay. That's okay. Let the music you, play. I like it. I'm thriving. I'm thriving. I'm thriving. I thought you wanted the nasty. The nasty, the nasty. music. <laughs> now the first I'm, week I'm of biting each my finger now, so I thought you wanted the nasty. I know, dude. You just need some coffee. Nice. That's all it is. I've been drinking tea. Mm, I already had a cup of coffee, but yeah, I know, man. T just ain't hitting it. I, I ain't got a headache, but it ain't hitting. Anyway, go ahead. This is the yeah. first uh, first week. Yes, yeah, so the first week of every month we cover comics. The second week of every month, anime. Third week is video games, and fourth week is our Bailey Buchel. And if you're lucky enough to get a fifth week, we break it down and we cover whatever is relevant in pop culture that week. So 
Without further ado, you heard that nasty music come on a long time ago. The Elijah Bailey Show starts right now. There it is. Hey, 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 today, Peter Parker, Spider-Man all day, he's got them web shooters. That slang shot, where's that Michael voice on that brain box? <laughs> ah, I love the names of the podcast at the studio. They just flow together and gather. So, and what shirt do you even more? I they have are. this beautiful. Oh, that sweet Christmas. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, uh, Monsieur Bailey for thank you this phenomenal for that, shirt. Yes, from Rip to Peril. Uh, when they provided us great sponsorship codes so you get these amazing shirts. But let's just talk about this episode, comics. In each comic uh, week that we cover, we break it down in many different segments. The first one was we cover the comic book releases for the month, and then we go straight out of comics where we talk about anything related to comic uh, book films, uh, comic book news, and comic book animation. Then we wrap up the show with anime and manga of the month. But we've also added a segment since Dragon Ball Super's uh, episodes have been so nostalgic. We have so a good. Dragon Ball Super segment now, almost like the Dragon Ball Super uh, anime segment we had uh, when the show was running. So let's go into these. And you saw I marked, because I, I want to start with Marvel. Go ahead, Because I know... Image Comics has something for me later on. But the June uh, comic book releases, first on the list from Marvel Comics, I, I mentioned it in the, the the lyrics that you heard me say, Spider-Man, one of my favorite comic book characters. Nonstop Spider-Man issue number one, written by Joe Kelly, art by Chris Boschelow, and cover by David Finch. Get ready for the most action-packed, pulse-pounding, adrenaline-pumping comic of all time, as the name implies. Uh, once you read page one, panel one, Spider-Man does not stop. A mysterious a mystery, a mystery, a mystery, a mysterious mystery. Ray Mysterio came out of the crowds. He did. Uh, a mystery at Empire State University thrusts Spider-Man into an adventure that Thrust. starts in Uptown, <laughs> Manhattan. Dude, that's why he has two kids. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. Uh, but it starts in Uptown, Manhattan, and will take him all around the world, pitting him against Marvel Universe villains old and new and give you a Spider-Man adventure and Spider-Man the likes of which you've never seen. This book is not for the faint of heart, so check with your doctor beforehand as the disclaimer. 40 pages, rated T for teen, $4.99. Again, coming out no, in I'm June. I'm sorry. I'm so rusty. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to throw the pictures. I mean, I got the pictures a, in there. I just forgot to, forgot to click. I know. Click I know. It's okay. Uh, I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah, I just thought of something, too. Hold on. Crap. Give me just See. a hot second because uh, did you? I didn't. I didn't give you the Shang Chi one, so I can go ahead and uh, hit that one. I, next. I, I got that up in here. Oh, you pulled. Okay, okay. Yeah, Sorry, okay. folks. No, no, you no, did no, not even hear good. me say. Actually, it. I'm going to do this on our next break. Uh, Look at this yeah. guy. Uh, giving future bucks some work to do. <laughs> oh man, tell me about it. Uh, almost there. Oh, you're good. But I'm excited about this Spider-Man. I, I love all the Spider-Man comics, but when you look at the artwork, uh, and there was two two or three different art covers I saw, and this one where Jay and Jonah Jameson is going through different pictures of Spider-Man just throughout New York, there uh, mixed in with some pictures of the civilians. It's just amazing. All right, we finally got that picture up. 
Perfect. Yeah. So that's the cover. That's one of the covers for this uh, nonstop Spider-Man issue number one that is jumping out in June. But now let's go to Shang-Chi issue number one of five uh, written by Gene Yang and art by Dyke Rune, uh, Phillips Tan, and then covered by Jim Chung. An ancient and evil secret society has stayed in hiding since the death of their leader, Zing Zhu. But now his successor has been chosen to shift the balance of power in the world. Zing Zhu's son, Shang Chi, witnessed the Marvel Universe's greatest fighter return to a world of death and destruction he thought he left behind long ago and discover the secrets <laughs> to Shang Chi's past that will change his world forever. 32 pages, rated T plus. $3.99. And remember, in the show notes at patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey show, if you click the hyperlink, so it'll take you to all the comic book releases for that publisher for that month. So you can go ahead and look through the other comments that Marvel has releasing in June. But these are the two that we highlighted. You can find all that information there. Buck, what does DC have for us? Uh, give me just a moment. <laughs> <laughs> what does DC have for us? Uh, we have Dark Knight. Actually, mm-hmm. this was a good one. Dark Knight, Death Metal, uh, Volume 2. Let me throw that picture up for you guys real quick. Bam, That's a nasty go. picture. This is something that me and you were talking about uh, in the past yeah, when yeah. Uh, Death Metal 1 came out. Written by Scott mm-hmm. Schneider, uh, art yes. by Greg uh, Capullo. Capullo and Jonathan Gallopin. Gallopin. Yeah. Uh, get ready to scream. Wonder Woman roars across a hor- horrifying dark multiverse <laughs> landscape in the world's most uh, demented monster truck. With Swamp Thing riding a shotgun. <laughs> this is funny. Yeah. Uh, with, with, shot- with uh, Swamp Thing riding a <laughs> shotgun, the two arrive to a ghoulish cemetery base of Batman and his army of zombies. But <clears throat> can the former friends stand each other long enough to form a plan to take the, pa- to take the planet back? Plus, What's Lobo doing in space? Don't miss the second chapter of The Wildest Ride in the DC Universe from the epic team of Scott and Greg. This goes on sale June 10th, 2020, $4.99. I get 32 pages of goodness gracious. Nice. And we got to give a shout out to uh, Hello Boob Grabber, who said hello, guys, and a nice sound. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Yes, yes. I like that. uh, Death Metal. I'm excited. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Uh, It's definitely a, a funny... Uh, metal apocalypse taste on the DC <laughs> universe, if you say it is. Uh, the next thing we have on the docket is the Justice League Dark issue 24, yes. um, mm. written by Ram V, art by some unique I'm names. I'm not even gonna do it. Em and Nancy, yeah, sure, Eminem, whatever you feel <laughs> your boat. Um, and then Yankee Paquette, yes, Paquette. I feel like they're all made up names, but that's fine, they are, yeah, uh, just like last, the books say right. At last, Justice League Dark's mission reaches to the, to the moment fans have been waiting for. Their descent to another place as a reborn Swamp Thing. Man, he is making his rounds, ain't he? Uh, Dude, Wonder yes. Woman and uh, Zatanna. Is it, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, Zatanna that's right. sharpen mm-hmm. their shores and spill battle the upside-down man. But Zatanna yes. has more than just cars up her sleeve. The team discovers her burning secret while Detective Chip Musk come to terms with his own role in the, within the Team Dark. Yes. Um, this hits us at uh, June 24th, mm-hmm. 399, 32 pages. And 32 pages, yeah. And I like, I love the uh, Justice League Dark and also the Batman Metal stuff because it takes you out. It's like, if nobody knows, um, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo on their run, 
And I do believe that Scott Snyder actually killed Batman and he hasn't been revived yet. But this new Dark uh, Knight Metal series is another version, not not saying that they brought Batman back for it or anything like that. It's just picking up at a different place in Batman's time. So the legacy of Batman has finally ended. So now we're filling in more gaps with more tales and it's always a wild ride with him. I think that he might be getting a, a spot to write for a Batman film mm. or at least have, I don't know if he helped with this, the Batman. Have you seen, um, well, we'll talk about that once we get to the news. Uh, let me hit you guys up with image comics. And now, Image and Dark Horse are a little bit different than Marvel and DC. They have a lot of variety in their comics, but their comic book uh, selection for publishing is smaller. So we usually typically just give you one recommendation. And again, click the hyperlinks, patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey show. And you can see everything that they're releasing this month. So from Image Comics, we have Adventure Man issue number one written by Matt Fraction. Artist is Terry and Rachel Dodson. And they also did the cover art, a cladichismic adventure, uh, decades in the making in this wildly affordable triple length first issue revisit how the legend of the greatest pulp hero of them all adventure man ended in a heartbreaking cliffhanger with our hero facing execution at the vile hands of his ultra nemesis baron bizarre on the eve of the macabre Ma, what is that macabre clips or does it's like a macabre <laughs> apocalypse or did it 80 years after his apparent demise, single mother Claire and her adventure fan son Tommy seem to be the only two people alive that remember the thrilling Adventure Man saga. But from uh, that memory burns the spark of the resurrection. Where his story ended, her story begins. The sense obliterating, earth shattering, imagination quaking adventure that spans generations comes to you from Matt Fraction, who wrote uh, Sex Criminals and Hawkeye, and Terry and Rachel Dodson, who did art for Red One X-Men at Fantastic Four. This drops June 10th of this year, $3.99. That is all from Image Comics. Let's round out the bunch with the comic releases from Dark Horse, Bucky. All right. Get them over there. Looking professional. Start it for me real quick before I can get this. So Dark Horse, this... Got it. (laughs) Uh, Is this the Barbellion? Yep. All right, cool. Barbellion, Red Planet. Issue number one to five. Like I said, this is coming from Dark Horse. Dark this shit looks trippy. You say what? It looks kind of like Hellboy, kind of trippy. Oh, it does. Yeah, he's all chained up, bondage. Uh, mm-hmm. Still got his cape on. Um, yeah. So the fight couldn't been too bad. I feel like yeah, whenever superheroes fight, when you lose the when you lose the cape, that's how you know a guy. It was yeah, real. You, you yeah. took an L. Well, he still got the. It's like I think he may have found pleasure. In maybe maybe he just surrendered and it's yeah. like you know y'all can't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is Bob. Um, this is the credentials. Is the writer is Tate Bombell. Uh, mm-hmm. Art cover is Gabriel Hernandez, and yeah, Jordi Belar. Jordi Belar. What's the C stand for? Cover art. Yeah, uh, yeah. The cover, and then you have variant covers. Oh, okay. The groundbreaking yeah. new. Sci-fi action series in the world of uh, the uh, Eisner, Award Eisner winner. award-winning Black Hammer universe uh, about prejudice, honor, and identity. Uh, Mark Marks, something like uh, what's our homeboy's name? Mark. Uh, Malcolm. Uh, not Malcolm Mark. White. No, oh, Mike Martin. Mike Martin. That's like a Mike yeah, Martin. Is, um, <laughs> Mark Marks has found his place on Earth as a, both a decorated police officer and as a beloved superhero, Barbellion. 
But in the midst of the AIDS crisis, hatred from all sides making balancing these. Not the AIDS crisis. That's yeah, yeah, no, that's, 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 that's it. That's it. Well, that's yeah, um, everyone's got AIDS. Man, uh, <laughs> these identities seem impossible, especially when a Martian enemy from the past hunts him down to take back him or to take him back dead or alive. June twenty fourth, uh, thirty two pages, three ninety nine. Dark image. Oh. Learn to love it. That sounds interesting. And, yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So that's it for our June comic book releases. So let's take a quick pause for the cause, and we'll come back and dive straight into Straight Outta Comics and give you the latest in comic book, film, and news. We'll be right back with episode 222 of the live Elijah Bailey Show. Hey, this is your boy Frog. I'm here with Chris, Justin, and Philip, and we host Turn On The Game, the podcast. The show consists of four men commentating on the sports world. It's strictly opinion shows as if you were sitting on the couch watching a game with your boys. And you can follow us on Twitter at TurnOnThe underscore game. You can hit us up on our Facebook page at TurnOnTheGame. And you can even follow us on Instagram at TurnOnTheGame. Or you can listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher by searching Turn On The Game. You can email us at TurnOnTheGame, the number four, at gmail.com. Turn On The Game is sponsored by Blackened Studios, Oklahoma City's premier podcasting studio. Turn On. moving too fast because we're back mm-hmm. there's there's things going on behind the scenes let's uh-huh. go ahead and dive straight into straight out of comics mm-hmm. so this one you have to see to believe if you did not you didn't see um basically the birds of prey i was no. gonna call it that okay no. so you didn't get to see what huntress's uh, uniform was. I have to send you a picture. For those that saw the Birds of Prey, uh, Birds of Prey concept art reveals costume, accurate costume for Huntress. Why they did not go with this one, I, I do not know. It's a better look. It's a better fit. It doesn't look like a, a, like a Russian uh, sweatsuit on top of it, like a thin. It's like real baggy for some reason, and it, it looks weird. I think this is some of the design was okay, but it's like like a fifty out of a hundred. It's like mm. why did y'all mm. why did y'all do that? Mm. This is this right here is much better. This would have went over a lot better. But Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn made its way onto the big screen earlier this year, bringing an energetic feminist take on the DC Comics meth, uh, mythos in the process. One of the iconic characters introduced to the audiences in the film was Helena Bertinelli slash Huntress, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, a heroine who has kicked butt in the comics for years. Uh, Bird's iterations of Huntress uh, adopted her costume into a comfortable modern-day context, but it almost took a completely different shape, which it is weird. Huntress is basically, if you thought of a dominatrix nun that shot people with arrows, that would be Huntress because she always wears. I never like, think about that, but um, no, you do. Okay. No, okay. your hair is, is telling of mm. what you think about. I know, but it's it's all it's always skin tight, almost like a cyclops skin tight, but it's like a dark purple, and she always has like a cross on her, almost like the female version of Bullseye or you know Daredevil or something like that, and she always hits her. Well, most of the time she hits her mark. The costume that you guys are 
seeing right now, this is what it should look like. Her mask, I like the mask in the uh, the film, but mm-hmm. the the rest of the costume I didn't like. If the bottom half, like neck down, would have been like this, would have been a lot better. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, missed right. a shot there. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It wasn't, one, wasn't you. It no, wasn't it wasn't. You. It was their outfit. It was. Uh, the next topic is USPS. Did you ever do this? Did I ever do it? Oh, yeah. Did you ever do something like this? Dude, it gets too hot. Okay. Like, I, I get... I so, you're a realist. You're like... Oh, yeah, it gets... Man, like, it gets way too... Unless, I mean... No, that's not me. Um, <laughs> and what Elijah's talking about is that a USPS mailman creates a custom Mandalorian helmet to deliver his mail. Yeah. Uh, as more business and em- em- employers make rules to enforce <laughs> employees to wear a mask and efforts to stop the or stomp out the coronavirus spread, pop culture fiends have gotten more and more creative. You'll likely see hundreds of people have pop culture theme uh, masks. Popping up all over the internet, but few stand out as much as this mask inspired by the Mandalorian. One worker, one yeah. mail carrier, has crafted <laughs> a mailman from the <laughs> Col- Colchester, Vermont post office. Now, I guess up there, it's probably their weather's probably different. Yeah. Um, I feel like at this point, he didn't care. I feel like he just took like old packages and like formed his helmet. Yeah. You guys can see the stream. Uh, I mean, he he got the red, white, and blue representing strong. Um, Mm -hmm. I love how the the post office logo is up top. Right. You know, he he got it color coded to match his uh, jacket, his bomber jacket he got on. Uh, I think it looks great. Um, yeah, if you're gonna do something like this for yeah. your job, make sure it matches and man, coordinates. Man, yeah, looks 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 pretty good. Hope he's comfy. Good. Hope it keeps him <laughs> safe. Uh, I don't know, but uh, time will tell. If we see him back on here and his helmet's chipped up and he's got like more packages, wanting somebody to forge him a new helmet, yep. we know it's, we know that he he's, he's been through the trenches. <laughs> Uh, next from DC Comics, DC reveals first look at Green Lantern, 80th anniversary superhero uh, spectacular. Um, DC is celebrating the big 80th anniversary of Green Lantern with a supersize issue that features some of the biggest names ever associated with the character. And now we've got the first look at a much Super anticipated sausage. issue. Sorry. Hell yes. Super nah. uh, and you're not a big Green Lantern fan, are you? No. Okay. I mean, don't we, get it twisted. You John know of the Green Lantern, but yeah. They, they were the homies, but they just uh, nothing against them. Just not like they're just not okay. After let me uh, before you take the next uh, bit of news, let me follow up after this. Um, the Green Lantern 80th anniversary 100 page super spectacular issue number one will include several story uh, short stories written by Lantern favorite uh, like Jeff Johns, uh, Ivan Rios, Ron Mars, Daryl Banks, Robert uh, Vendetti. Rafi Sandovo, uh, Charlotte Fulton, McDuffie, and Chris Cross, uh, just to name a few. And expect all your favorite Lanterns to show up uh, for at least a panel or two by the issues in how Jordan, Kyle Rayner, Sinestro, Guy, Gard- Guy Gardner, Kilowog, Jessica Cruz, uh, Simone ba- Boz, and more. They didn't even list John Stewart. What the fuck? They just like skipped over him, I guess. Oh, well, this, yeah, this is for June. February was a few months back. Uh, and more are all on the invited list. And you can check out the preview of the book. So uh, did you take uh, any of the, you just took, how many pictures did you take? Uh, two. I took the uh, Green okay. Lantern one with uh, all of them. With like the kinda, squad right you know, there. The squad in the background, and then I got the Batman one. 
Okay, so there's probably I would say seven to eight uh, clips here from that that hundred page issue that you can go in, and the artwork is I gotta leave something for, for each Patreon. one. Of yeah, again, patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey show. But the artwork is beautiful. You can tell who each of these uh, lanterns are, whether they're young, whether they're old, whether it's gold or silver age. Um, again, they're paying complete homage to the uh, the 80 years that the Green Lantern Corps has been around and brought forth some of the best stories. I think I'm doing a, a Simone Boz and Jessica Cruz story right now. Mm. Uh, and then there's one other Green Lantern that just came up. And I mean... Right. She doesn't even feel worthy. It's like a, a chore to her. And she's like, God, I have to do this and blah, blah, blah. But she puts in the work and she's an actual, you know, force to be reckoned with as a lantern. So, uh, guys, make sure to pick that up. Check it out. Um, the follow up that I had is like, since you're not a big Green Lantern fan, you heard Educate about that. Educate uh, me. <laughs> you heard about Zack Snyder cut coming to HBO Max. Correct. So if you pay fourteen ninety nine, I do believe, for HBO Max. Dang. Um, I know. I know it's steep. HBO and Max is $15. Yeah. And it's not, they don't even have like a lot of stuff. They have like one or two Batman films on there. Like the, the cat, the catalog is, is that's, slim, that's thick, but man. I know, I think they're trying to win people over with, uh, the, because what you it. let them know up front. Hey, <laughs> I'm fucking you. But what, what they do on the back end is like There's Hulu no, and a lot um, of stuff we're doing the back end. <laughs> Hulu. And some other, um, I think Hulu, Funimation, and Crunchyroll, they're giving you like uh, discounts on Hulu. I think it drops to seven nine nine like Disney Plus did. And then I do believe if you have HBO Max, you get, oh, 30 day, instead of the 14 day free trial, you get 30 day free trials for Funimation and Crunchyroll. So they're trying to give, you know, some incentives, but yeah, it's stuck at 15. But on that Snyder Cut, I did see the big battle with uh, Steppenwolf, like the one from ages ago. So you see the Atlanteans, you see the Green Lanterns, you see the gods themselves. You have uh, uh, Zeus there, you have Artemis, you have Apollo fighting against Steppenwolf. They show a, a glimpse and uh, some stuff from Apocalypse and Dark Side. So that Snyder Cut, I think they said there's like at least three more hours of film that didn't get put in or, or what we saw was only like a small, small percentage of what he wanted to do and mm. not what the, the studio wanted to release. So, yeah, you guys want to see it? HBO Max is a place to go for it. Uh, if you can do like a month subscription, get your month and watch that shit and then, and then dip. dip out. Yeah, You got to dip. You got to dip, dip on Baby, now. dip. Yeah. Um, on the next uh, bit of news, we have... <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to do that. That's just how much of a fan I am of y'all's show. Uh, on the next um, <laughs> docket of news, I guess. On Saturday, DC Comics revealed DC Connect, a new catalog yeah. offering from what it looks like uh, of what's coming from DC each month. DC's content, or DC Connect, is downloadable. Uh, it's a digital-only catalog uh, containing solicitation information for DC's comic books, original graphic novels, collected editions, uh, and collectibles. DC says that in this coming up months, DC connect will update and evolve to maximize the advantages of its digital format <clears throat> uh, future issues will carry expanded content talent interviews uh, preview pages from the upcoming issues behind the scenes mm -hmm. works at projects that are still in development multimedia content and more dc connect will also have a new look and have a new layout compared to the predecessor dc previews um yeah so yeah I guess it's are, cool. Yeah, are you going to subscribe to any well, any of these 
Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't know. Like, cause the, you, I shown you Harley Quinn. Yeah. On the DC. It's now on, that shit. It's on Hulu now, and I. Oh yeah, that's true. With it. Love it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I do wish I would have got to see it earlier. But yeah, that know. shit is hilarious. Yeah, okay, yeah, so. it's, it's definitely. Uh, <laughs> if you, you haven't see seen the clip? that, watch, watch. I, right now, I'm on episode where. See, we got the old black girl. Where she came back, it's like, why'd you break Quinn, uh, her out of prison? And she's like, yeah, we need her on the team. And she was like, viciously murdering people. I'm uh, no, I'm not there yet. I think I'm. Oh. Dude, you hurry I'm up. after uh, Sharkman and Batman, or Batman had a huge little, you know, bath oh. on, that, on that talk show. Um, yeah. And Damien, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit past that. I think they had the little Zeus thing. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely yeah. enjoying. And I love Diedrich basically. Like, what did I do wrong? And it's like, I'm Damian Wayne. I'm going to be the next Batman. And you did this. And look what I did. I stood up here and I did this. And it was all by myself. And I'm going to beat Harley Quinn. And he's just like all over the place. Batman's really aloof about everything he's doing. And then like, uh, it's just crazy. Like everybody in that show, their personalities, they nailed it. Spot, oh, on. spot on. Spot on. Uh, last bit of news that we have from Marvel Comics, Nocturne, who is the daughter of an MCU Avenger and an X-Men icon. Nocturne is the daughter of Scarlet Witch and Nightcrawler. So Sorry, our boy Jack, Nightcrawler. I, I got confused on these two pictures. Um, oh, no, you're all right. Yeah, but uh, continue. Uh, it says, uh, one such hero is even the bridge between her universes, Avengers and X-Men. Nocturne, the daughter of Nightcrawler and Scarlet Witch. Although she was originally, uh, she originally appeared in as part of Jim Califori's uh, entry into the X-Men Millennial Visions anthology, uh, Talia Wagner eventually joined the reality hoping exiles and uh, spent some time in the main Marvel universe. Could she make a comeback? It does seem so because there are more diverse groups of fallen characters or characters that were let go that are coming back, not only for Marvel, but DC comics as well. We could get a team up between static shock and Batman mm, or, you know, they need to bring that comment back. It seems like Nocturne is going to be joining the, the new Avengers possibly, or a new incarnation of the X-Men alongside her father or some X-Men legends. Uh, there is one comic that I do want to recommend to everybody. Uh, this is one that I hopped on that I thought was super interesting. Uh, Wolverine in hell. I think it's a uh, born in hell. I think it's a title and it starts with James Howlett. It goes through him being born, what led to him being Wolverine and his life. And then Wolverine dies and he basically uh, challenges the devil and he has to fight and like, he doesn't have to kill, but he's has to fight everybody that he ever murdered in hell. And eventually it goes into this kind of spawn type moment. And we gotta wait for the motorcycles to go by. Uh, yeah, it leads to like this Spanish type moment to where there's a follow up and it's almost like the inception. Is Wolverine dreaming? Is he in hell? Is he in heaven? Where is he at? Where's this man that has had this endless life that is supposedly dead now? What why is the reason for this? So again, born in hell, Wolverine, make sure to pick that up. Um, and let's take one more pause for the cause and we'll come back and end it in segment three with anime and manga of Oh no, we got Dragon Ball yes. Super and you Yes. Dragon Ball Super yes. then anime and manga hey, of the month. Don't, don't you do that. Don't do that to me, boy. <laughs> we'll be right back with the Elijah Bailey show. Hey. 
Hey, this is Jamie Lindbergh, host of Upbeat Urbanism, a podcast where we seek to have an open dialogue about what it takes to create healthy, intentional, sustainable communities, one conversation at a time. Each episode is an interview with a city planner, leader, developer, real estate professional, or community builder. To listen, search for Upbeat Urbanism wherever you find podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at UUrbanism and on Facebook at Upbeat Urbanism. Devote yourself to your community around you and devote yourself to creating something that gives you purpose and meaning. Until then, keep it upbeat. Hey folks, this is Elijah 5000 and Monica Robinson. And we're your host of A Little Bit of Anime. Your number one stopping spot for all the latest anime's news and reviews. If you want to join in all the fun and anime goodness, then make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Podbean. And please join us every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000. And remember, please brighten your day with with a a little little bit bit of anime. anime. Dad, welcome back. I, I know. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And we are in segment three, and let's just hit it around the head. We've been waiting for this. Chapter 60 of Dragon Ball Super. Uh, how do you so want to crack this? as much as we've been waiting for this chapter egg. 61. Um, <laughs> if, spoiler alert. If you're not watching, not reading it, uh, this is pretty much the end of the show. After this, we're going to hit on our anime and manga of the month. Uh, so just fast forward you know, to that portion. Um, but I'm excited because, uh, man, they're just doing such a great job writing this story. Dude, who you telling? Um, I got the picture of uh, Goku and Maro uh, up right now. And okay, so. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, so where we left off last time was this battle. And Goku, we found out that Goku couldn't hit Ultra Instinct. What he's going to do is just ramp up his power and go head to head with Moro. So and the mode again, that he was in, as Weez was talking about, is a super unstable mode. And it's not. Mm. Yeah, it's, like, it's like prepping to get into Ultra Instinct. Now, okay, what did that make you think of? Uh, he needs to hit the weights a little mm. bit harder. Um, Bro- uh, I guess, uh, were you about to say Broly? Mm-mm. No, no, no. Um, I don't know. What It really didn't make me think Bro- of anything. Role reversal, cell games. Vegeta came out with the unstable version, oh, the, the Super Vegeta. He got his ass whipped. And then Goku came out after completing his training with Gohan. Now Goku had to hurry his training and went to Moro. And Vegeta saying to complete his training on Yardrat mm, to come and save good Goku. Observation, so they, good observation. And these pulls, these pulls that, again, like you're saying, they're just doing such a great job. You're like remembering stuff with, oh, okay, Vegeta's getting his comeuppance now because Goku goes full off with Moro. He like stomps Moro on the chest. Oh, yeah, he 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 they they actually Boy. this is probably the most like intense fight uh yeah. that you see with uh, up like to this point and a this magic user. Yeah with a magic user. Um and Moro definitely got hands. Um there's mm. no there's hey, no so they used to call me Clash just back in the day. Man, man. But yeah so this episode it was it was something like just to wet our yeah. Whistles, yeah. Yeah. yeah, because uh, back on the planet uh, where Vegeta is at training, Yardrat, Yardrat, he was he was ready, ready to dip out because uh, as <laughs> you know, Goku's power is is not stable, so you could tell that he's starting to lose his, his mojo, his, his god form, yeah. And um, so Vegeta realized, okay, it's time for me to dip. I figured out my new ability. They mm. don't talk about it at all. 
But then Vegeta realized he ain't got no way back home. Uh, yeah. So one thing that he was able to do, and which was shows the the, the determination of Vegeta right now, is mm. that he had to learn Ultra Instinct in like Instinct, what, yeah. five minutes, it seemed like, yeah. as far as reading. But it definitely didn't take him that long because it was all during this fight with Goku and Maro. Mm-hmm. Um, he learns Ultra Transmission. How did that feel for you, like, to see Vegeta like... Ah. Dude, it's validation because everybody says, like, we've seen Goku and Vegeta use the same attacks before. Not name brand attacks, but the same attacks. And then they fuse together, so why wouldn't they be able to? Mm -hmm. Uh, But this just goes to his genius because this is the second time that he's ever had a teacher. He trained with Whis, and then he trained with uh, with the Yardress. But other than that, he's self-taught, whereas Goku had masters teaching him, and he's a more refined fighter. And to see Vegeta actually one up Goku for the second time. Like first he did it when he went and trained six months with Whis and he was stronger than Kakarot. Now they're training at the same pace, but he's become stronger because he has put his ego aside and used that genius to actually learn everything that Goku didn't. And for him to say, you know what, this is the same thing as a tournament of power. I don't, I don't fucking care about ultra instinct. I don't want to learn that shit. I'm going to do my own thing. Okay. Y'all can't take me. There's a rule that you can't take me to earth. Oh, you can't sense Goku. Okay, I can sense him. Just teach me how to do this shit. And then after this, I'm not using this trash no more. And he yes, even told exactly Goku. He, he was like, Goku's like, yeah. when he, so Vegeta mm-hmm. appeared back on Earth um, <laughs> in, in, in ultimate fashion. Goku right in front to, of him. Goku mm. was about to take an L. Mm. Vegeta Hardcore. popped up. Goku's like, what? Boy, you, is that instant transmission? And you could, and I don't, I never felt like Goku was one of the fighters. And I talk a lot of mess on him, yeah. but I never felt like he was one of those fighters that got jealous of people using or biting his style. Mm-hmm. Um, so for Vegeta to quickly, they kind of made it feel like Goku was like, hey, dog, you, you, you swagger jogger? Like, that's my shit. For Vegeta to quickly want to say, because that's a, that's a great move to have. Yeah. That's like, I don't know, I don't oh, know yeah. that's like flying, like. Just because Vegeta yeah. can fly, does that mean Goku's copying Vegeta if he starts flying? But anyways, that's off the topic. Yeah. Uh, Vegeta pops up and Vegeta fashion yeah. um, right there, ready to lock and load. And um, mm. Hardcore. We, yeah, we see him transform. To Super Excuse Saiyan me, Blue. To Super Saiyan but Blue. Everybody senses something different. They don't tell you what's different, but everybody's like looking like Ooh, he looks shit. like Blue. But even his he aura looks, looks like... like but he don't feel like Louis. <laughs> that the the last panel that I put in here, that middle one, that shit, his aura looks like the nine tail cloak, does mm-hmm. it not? Like yeah. it's completely different. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, his yeah, his energy is yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot more um, rounder, more curves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so what's this, your predictions? this is great. Uh, I predict that like Goku's gonna see some stuff that. He can, like, since he knows that Vegeta does instant transmission, he went to Yardrat. But he's going to see some stuff that I think is going to try to push him to be a smarter fighter. But I think Vegeta's about to hold it down for a minute as the as the the savior. I don't think he's going to do it without Goku single-handedly, but I think he's going to kind of take the lead going into this next arc. Because Akira said there's going to be something very, very interesting that he never would have thought he'd done coming up after this arc because Dragon Ball Super is not ending after the Moro arc. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think what he was about to put hands on him. Moro is about to unlock, like he's younger now. So he got that young mind. He's going to come up with the, like a Piccolo type strategy. And then Goku's going to have to get back and he's going to have to get healed and get back in the game. 
And then I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe a fusion now that it's canon. Mm, okay. What are you thinking? Okay. Um, I, I don't know, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not to predict it um, just because I'm enjoying it so much. But uh, I definitely do see Vegeta you know, showing us. I hope he shows us something new, not just skills. Oh. Um, yeah. It'd be cool if they go back to the old school of Saiyans developing. Um and then uh, I, I could see Marvel doing some type of weird unleash. I still think the ultimate winner is going to have to bring back with Boo. Um, oh. And that whole concept of being able to truly seal him. I know Marvel seems like he can't interact with the God abilities or the God energy. Um, but I still think we're going to see Boo. And it'll be really cool if we see Oob, you know, come through. But you we'll, know what we'll have to definitely see Boo pop back up. Well, you just now mentioned something. What if uh, Boo absorbs him? And that's how, like, he, yeah, and he gets Moro's power. And so now you have another strong person, which in turn raises the, the, uh, the universe's, uh, moral, uh, level. Mm -hmm. And then that sets off something else for the universes because now Universe 7 is bumped because they moved up one space before. And this might move them up again because now Boo's going to be on a top tier class. And then with Oob coming up, we already know how strong he's going to be because Goku ain't leaving nothing to his kids. He's leaving it to, that Indian strangers. boy. Leaving them strangers. Yeah. Stranger danger. Okay. But yeah, that's kind of how I yeah. understand that. Uh, chapter 61 is supposed to come out on the uh, the 20th of uh, June. So, yes, sir. Right uh, around Biz the Media. Mm-hmm. BizMedia.com. All right. Let's uh, round this baby out with the uh, anime and manga of the month. What's the anime of the month? Anime of the month. I don't have the vault music, but I have just a good uh, classic okay. for this. <laughs> Which this is so throwback. I honestly don't even remember boom, boom, this boom, music. Boom. But this is Ninja Scrolls, ladies and gentlemen. Especially going to play at my funeral. <laughs> if you guys ever wanted to see a adaptation of Romeo and Juliet story uh, with a lot more gore, uh, a lot mm-hmm. more violence, check out Ninja Scrolls. I'm trying to find the freaking cursor. Sorry. Nice. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, in this That's anime okay. film, Juby, a highly skilled ninja, is coerced or coerced into slaying his own clan of warriors. Uh, after begrudgingly killing his fellow swordsmen, he became a revolving hired assassin. Um, during his travels, he must face off against organizations in demonic ninjas known as Devils of Simon. Uh Kaiman, sorry, uh, who are planning to take over the Japanese government. The devils will stop at nothing, definitely nothing. And when we say nothing, we mean absolutely, absolutely nothing, nothing to have the power to annihilate the entire village. Now, only Jubilee and his shogun spy named Dukin can stop them. This was really Jubilee. Hey, hey, yelling hey, it. Hey, don't, don't do my boy. Uh, this came out in 1993 in Japan. Studio Madhouse creator uh, Yoshiki Kawajiri. Kawajiri, nice. Uh, this is a movie of one hour and thirty-four minutes. You can watch this on Hulu. Uh, let me stop this yes. right here. It's about to kick back in. Oh, you can you can watch this with your subscription on Hulu. So I think it's actually on Crunchyroll and VRV too, as well. Ninja Scrolls is such a legendary classic, classic. title that it's everywhere. Classic, classic. Uh, so uh, let this be the end 
Manga of the month is Ranma one half. You, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I was about to ask you. Give me a second. I got it. I got it. Spoil over here. And that music button a little slow. His finger got arthritis over there. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. There you go. There it is. Ranma one half. Japanese manga series written and illustrated by Rumiko. Takahashi. Uh, it was serialized in Weekly Shonen Jump from August of 1987 to March 1996 with the chapters collected into 38 Tokoban volumes of uh, Shogakun. So when I was talking about the Rama One Half series I was reading, I'm talking about these babies right here. Mm. I got, I have I think 15 of these out of the 38 Tokoban series. Uh, but Rama One Half, the story revolves around a teenage boy named Ranma Saitomi, who has trained in martial arts since early childhood. As a result of an accident during the training journey, he is cursed to become a girl when splashed with cold water, while hot water changes him back into a boy. Throughout the series, Ranma seeks out of uh, seeks out a way to rid himself of a curse, while his friends, enemies, and many fiancés constantly hinder and interfere. And one of the funny things is anybody that Ranma comes in contact that if it's a girl that likes him in his boy form or a girl that likes him in his girl form or a guy that likes him in the girl form they end up all going to the same place where he got cursed at and getting their own curse that has to deal with like water cold and hot water so it's a revolving gag harem comedy yeah that's your manga of the month Rama one half <laughs> and anime of the month is Ninja Scroll uh, na, 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 na. Yeah, boy, I could finish my ramen of that. Yes, you could. You ramen. Almost about to finish it. I um, was. <laughs> oh man, did I forget to put the picture. Oh, sorry, y'all. You did. It's okay. There. there got the picture. Yeah, thanks. Right over there. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. Mm. Anyway, it's, that, it's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> that ends things for episode two hundred and twenty-two of the Elijah Bailey Show. On our comics week, next week we cover anime, and the week after that is video games. But let me say this, please go through these and look for these new releases. Some of these releases were supposed to come out months ago and they have, they're very, very new and original titles for some of your favorite characters, or they might be characters that you might not even know, especially from Image of Dark Force. Uh, so go patreon.com forward slash Latch Bailey Show, click the hyperlinks and check out some comics, buy them, help out the publishers, find something for yourself. Maybe it inspires you. A lot of people are uh, have all these uh, pages on, what was it, uh, Fervor and everything else where they're yeah. creating new art by combining and, and crossing over anime and different comics. So check it out. But I'm Elijah 5000. I'm the underscore Puckety. And tell people where they can find you and Black and Studios. You can find us at blackstudios.com, blackstudios on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and definitely follow us. We got some really cool things up our sleeves that's no longer going to be up our sleeves because you guys will see them in the summertime and it gets too hot to wear sleeves. So it's never too hot to wear sleeves. It's too hot. It's not. Unless you're working out. If you're just that's chilling and you got on sleeves during Oklahoma heat, mm, I don't I know if I can it. trust you. Well, you can't if trust you're working me. out. I know I can't trust you. Well, I guess I'm always working out. So exactly, exactly. that's what it is. Put yourself in that yeah. category. But anyways, definitely follow us <laughs> blackseries.com. Um, be sure, like Elijah was saying, we got some cool content for our patrons uh, at patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey Show. Um, yes, you guys get all the good jazz. Mm. And, and the then <laughs> all of it. A bucket load. Uh, make sure that <laughs> he's, he's over here choking Almost on his herbal tea. His herbal tea. 
uh, follow us on our official Facebook page, The Elijah Bailey Show, for video game play and some of our challenges. If you want to see that legendary, epic Jump Force battle, it's on our YouTube page, Elijah underscore 5000. It's here on Twitch. It's on Facebook, gaming.com forward slash really Elijah underscore 5000. But follow us on Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram at Elijah Bailey Show. Just chop off the W on the end. That's S H O. Send your emails to Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com or simply subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow on Podbeam or add us to your playlist on Spotify. I'm Elijah 5000. I'm the underscore buckety. And we will catch your ass in the next podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckety appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast. Do you want to work in the meat district? Damn.